Welcome to Unity of Fairfax, a positive path for spiritual living and spiritual center for education, practice, and service in Northern Virginia. We hope you find inspiration in this week's message. That's who I am. I am a minister coming back to speak to you all because it's like coming home. And it's always so warm and welcoming. And I see faces that I know and faces that I don't know. And it's um, just equally loving to be in a flow of folks. And um, let me also say that today I'm particularly um, glad to be here with you because it's a subject, I'll just put that there, that unity has been my classroom about, and I've been in your classroom for many years. And what is that subject? Receiving. Okay, and some of you will smile and say, yes, Reverend Sandra or Sandy, we remember you. You got issues with receiving. All right, and I know I'm not alone, people. Um, however, that's not an excuse. That's an observation I've made about myself and my humanity that I walk around with, that would be you, that many of us pride ourselves on, oh, don't you know how we are wonderful givers. When it comes to receiving, we do not shine our light. We demure and say, oh, you shouldn't have. And what does oh, shouldn't have do that expression? It cuts the prosperity right off. Do you all know, and let's start at the beginning here, about the word abundance. I know Reverend Russell has spoken to me, and that's part of the reason I'm here today, not about giving and receiving, but about a prosperity, consciousness, and abundance. And that's apparently what you've been working on. Um, and hello to all of you out there as well for this past a few weeks, I believe. And so abundance is God. And where is God? Everywhere. Everywhere. And I like what the children say. There's no spot where God's not. And they say it with such truth an affirmation that some of us adults should get in line, I believe, and kind of repeat it as the kids do, because we don't remember. We forget. And we say, I think I can handle this myself. Well, I know that in your world of discussion about abundance, you're well aware of abundance in life, and you're well aware that a prosperity consciousness is what we preach and teach in unity. And I have here um, something that I was going to make the main part of my talk, and it really is, except that I wandered off the back 40 for a while. It's Eric Butterworth. He has 10 techniques for cultivating abundance in your life. Now, I thought to myself, oh, oh, 10 techniques. My goodness, that certainly will fill up a talk, won't it? No, Sandy, not a chance. Not with what you have to work on and not what we have to co-create. And what do we have to co-create? We have to co-create a time here together that you leave knowing with joy your abundance and really realizing that it is in your very breath that your abundance resides. That's what our uh, meditation was about. The breath of God is in you and me. And it is in that very breath 
that we have our abundance. We have the chief tool in our spiritual toolbox. And that is essentially what I was going to talk about this morning is what are the tools in your spiritual toolbox to cultivate abundance? And then I realized there's one pivotal tool. And Eric Butterworth says it this way. We live in an opulent universe. Supply and success are our rightful inheritance. Prosperity manifests not by asking God for more, but by conditioning our minds through prayer to accept more of God's good. What a novel idea. It's on you and it's on me to begin to accept the goodness of God. Many of us will stand and expect good, and that's fine, but we don't allow for it. And that's the other word that's important here. When we are wanting an abundant universe in our own experience, we already have an abundant universe. That's a given. That's a God. And that's everywhere present. What we don't do very well in our humanity is allow for God to express to the greatest degree possible through this unique holder, if you will, body, soul, and mind, because we're very busy creating our little humanity that is full of boundaries, rules, um, fear, worry, doubt. And what happens with that? You all know we separate and we wonder why we're lonely and we wonder where is God in all of that? My friends, the chief essence essence that I hope you get from this time together this morning is we must accept more of the goodness of God. We don't need to ask for it. It's already there. We already have an abundant universe. Are you accepting? Are you allowing God to work in and through your life? Or are you playing small with small prayers that say, please, 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 will you help me? No, it's help me, I'm here, I declare you are here, I am here, and I allow the activity of Holy Spirit to work in and through me now, not tomorrow, not next week, but now. And why is that possible? Because your abundance is already present. Do you believe that? Or is that just a nice little something that we cook up on Sundays? And maybe you feel good about it for this hour, and then you go through those doors, and it all kind of falls apart. Because we don't remember, or we may not believe it. I'm asking you to go on believing and remembering. I'm asking you to declare it. I'm asking you to be heightened with the joy and the fulfillment of the God in you, and what that infinite amount of possibilities might look like if you would but allow for that expansion. You see, and one of the tools of expansion in that is giving. Yes, and we all understand that on some level. We like to give. We like to give. It is this, though, that you must understand about giving. God wants to give to us all the time. The abundance is there. We do not receive it. We don't clearly understand as human beings that the giving must have a receiver. 
and the receiver must then give again in order to expand the abundance that each one of us knows individually and therefore shares with our connection, our community, and affirms our oneness with God. I hope that this is getting through. Okay, it's not a one deal thing. It's not a one time place. It's a giving and receiving, giving and receiving, giving and they go together. Okay, and it is in the receiving that I believe humanity needs some work. All right. I believe that if we're not necessarily good givers, we want to be. Our hearts are good in that regard. There's nothing wrong with giving. But in receiving, not so much because we don't necessarily see that the spiritual law is you must have a receiver in order to give. And you say, no, 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 I sent my mother a thank you card for the Christmas gift that I really didn't like. Oh, oh, really? You did that? How kind of you. There is a purpose to all of this. I'm going to read something to you that um, Ernest Holmes said. Through prayer and meditation, we become so filled with the infinite wholeness, that is also oneness, we're not parts here, we're whole, that it reflects in everything we do. Do you reflect your goodness in everything you do? Just a question. But it is necessary that we give it to others. We share it so the life greater than we are flows through our collective minds into everything we touch, say, and do. Now, here's the other part of this little coin for this morning, the giving and the receiving. We receive and we give according to our belief about giving and receiving. We actually show up as givers and receivers, and if you're watching carefully, all of us, you will see who the givers and the receivers are. You will see who practices both of those, just like a handshake, who understands that we must have receivers when we are giving, and that when we complete that cycle, the abundance of the universe triples. It goes on. It ripples. It goes on and on. And what does that make for? A much better, happier, joy-filled, gratitude world. But it is up to us to begin with the very part that I think is most difficult for us, and that is to receive understanding we now must give as we have received. And I'm not sure that part of the cycle ever gets completed in our thinking. You mean I have to give it right away? I've heard, I have a friend who says this. I, I get that you're telling me I got to give uh, right after I receive. Do I have to do it now? <sighs> no, not necessarily, but you have to do it. Oh, don't be telling me, Sandy, that I got to do anything. Fine, sit in your juice. You'll be all by yourself. You see, that's the other part of the giving and receiving. We wonder how to connect with our world. We wonder how to find happiness. It's all right there in the giving and the receiving of life. But remember, you have to have both poles. 
You have to know and understand. You don't do one without the other. And once you've done one and the other has responded, then you must do it again to keep the energy flow going, to keep the joy. And I'm not sure, and that's why I'm standing here speaking to you and myself, oh, by the way, that the giving and receiving has taken root in my soul. I'm working on it. You're probably working on it too. I'm bringing it into you to make sure that we're clear on the subject. It's not a one-off, as the Brits like to say, or has become a trendy little expression these days. It's forever the giving and the receiving because that is the God in us. God doesn't stop giving. God only knows to give. He's waiting and has been waiting for centuries for us to receive. And many of us say, well, how do we do that? All right, how do we do that? Well, let me give you the obvious answer, by giving. You think you're going to stand around waiting like at the bus stop to receive God? No, give and you will receive. You will receive more than you gave. You will be known as a giver and receiver. And some of you probably are still wrapping your brains around this one, and I know it's hard, but it really isn't. It's simple. You give and you give and you give. And when you give and you receive, you are looking at yourself. That is a reflection of who you are, and you have met yourself, as this expression used to go, coming and going. I don't know if you're familiar with that expression. Um, I have met myself coming and going in situations that weren't about giving and receiving. And I thought to myself, but the giving and receiving, that's a coming and a going and a going and a coming and back and around and around. And it's forever. And so when you have opportunities to, pardon me, to give, look for the receiving that you give when you give. You will always receive something. There will always be a reception on your part. Sometimes we think when we give somebody something, we, um, and th I've done this, we kind of wait around for the reaction, you know? Did you like it? Was it okay? Stop that immediately. That's not a gift. That's a gift with strings. All right? And that's what you're going to get back. You're going to get back a gift that's got strings to it. And here's the string. Well, you know, it's nice. Thank you for, uh, you know, giving me that. But it's not my color. No. Yeah, there's the string. You got exactly what you gave. You gave with the string of expectation of wanting to know how did you like my gift, and you got back uh, a, a gift with strings. Well, it's not my color. And you feel bad. Why do you feel bad? You know why you feel bad. Because you weren't authentic in the giving. You were not authentic in the giving. Come on, you know, we all know when we give because we want to be seen giving or we want to see ourselves give. That's not authentic. God gives all the time in all ways and is ever abundant. But we are the ones who sometimes put strings on our receiving of the abundance of God. We're not available. 
we don't remember, or we're busy controlling things. That's another area where we don't give God any room. I'll take care of this, God. It's okay. I got it. All right? I'm glad you're there. I feel good that you're there. But just, you know, be there in case. But I got this one. Mm. And that's exactly what you will receive in some future way. Hello, my friend. Um, you will receive what you put out, what you give, you will get. And that's another thing we're not always sure of. What does that mean? I'll get what I give? Think about it. When we do not give authentically, we will get lack of clarity, inauthenticity back because that's how we gave. So it's not just the, the giving, it's how you give, how you deliver that gift. Are you delivering that gift from the Christ in you? And you will know. And you know what? The other person will know as well. Remember that too. Take it to another level. It's not always about giving to another person. How about giving to yourself? Do you cut yourself any breaks? Do you love yourself? Or are you constantly chattering about what I didn't do? Oh, I wished I'd phrased that differently. Well, you didn't. Have a go at it the next time, but give up on the chatter that blames and shames. Will you please? It's of no value. It carries no weight except to break you down. And that's on you. That's on you. And please don't go back to um, what happened a day ago. It's not worth the time. If you keep ruminating on what I should have said, could have said, or did say, what have you learned from it? That's the way to move forward. Give yourself the same abundance of thought and love and care that God gives you. God doesn't sit down and keep track of who did what and what shade of love is he going to give you based on the, quote, sin you committed. No, God is good all the time. Remember the kids? There's no spot where God's not, and God's good. It's real simple. And yet we try and make it uh, the old uh, variation on a theme. And we start with the word, but, 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 but. And I've got the biggest but for you, Reverend Sandy, I got the biggest, finest example. And so then we trot out all kind of horror and, um, and awfulness in our world. And it's there. Yes, it's there. And I say to you, have you done your own work before you're trotting out the world? Or is it easier to hide behind, see what they did, see the world and what a place it is? I think sometimes it is easier to hide behind that when we have our own work to do, our own giving and receiving to do. We can always, always bring that up a notch. And I don't think that we, all of us, work hard enough on that. I want us to also understand, I believe, and since I have the podium, and some of you are already saying, oh my goodness, what time is it? I believe we all have one beautiful gift, and it's kindness. I believe that we are kind. I don't believe that we show that. Or if we do, we give it in small doses. A little bit here, a little bit there, okay? That way, we don't have to even receive anything. We can just be kind. 
kind is a very courageous act, and we all have that in us. Please don't dress that up as being weak or insincere or not good enough. There is another prosperity lesson, my friends, not good enough. Kindness is a power. Kindness is something we all have. And you may start with the, oh, but don't do that. You've got kindness. You are kind. Do you exercise it? Are you quick to see where you can heal? And this is very important. The collective consciousness of horror, of sin, of evil, of all that we do not uphold or like in our world. And you can do the following with the collective. You can give silent blessings. You can give intentional kindness. And you can give never-ending gratitude for the life that you have, for the breath that you are, the God Christ you are. Those three things, maybe they don't sound like much to you, but those three things you have and you can do, and those are three things that you can heal and work toward healing, collective consciousness. You may not accept that. I'm asking you to think about it and reflect on it. I'm asking you to take it into your prayer intentions because remember, what you get, you have given. What you give, you will get. Try and always give those three small but mighty powerful, driven from the Christ of you, ideas. Every time you move and have your being in spirit in life. And that's 24-7. Remember, God bless you and thank you very much. It's been a delight to be with you. Be well. Thank you for tuning into Unity of Fairfax podcast. You're welcome to join us live in Oakton, Virginia, every Sunday at 11 a.m. Or view our live stream services from our website at unityoffairfax.org. We appreciate our donations to support this podcast to make our message of positive, practical spirituality more accessible to all. See you next time.